Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. <laughs> That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? <laughs> you bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metal smithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian. And as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to the dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Buongiorno. Today, we will be chatting with Sally Carasino, who retired in Florence, Italy. Florence is located in central northern Italy and is the capital city of the Tuscany region. As of 2020, its population was about 700,000. It is one of the most popular Italian tourist destinations for art and architecture. One of its most iconic sites is the Duomo, a cathedral with a terracotta domed engineered by Filippo Brunelleschi. And at the Galleria Academia is Michelangelo's David sculpture which we're all familiar with, huh? Ah, it was indeed one of the most beautiful places Jean and I visited. In fact, it was Florence to where we eloped. Yes, gathering four witnesses to the Italian embassy in Manhattan, and without knowing upon arrival in Florence, to our surprise, we had to present another two witnesses. Where <laughs> were we going to get them? And back then, we didn't know what we didn't know. Google wasn't so apparent. Fortunately, we met two fabulous American students attending art school, and they excitedly agreed to play the roles for us. We were married by the mayor, given a large, beautiful wedding scroll and a sterling silver cup bearing the symbol of the city, the fleur de lis. And we were blessed by a priest over <laughs> cappuccino and tiramisu. Yeah, that was the most expensive cafe I've ever been to. <laughs> That priest took and us he to. chose it. Yeah, yeah. Um, right outside the Duomo. Oh, the memories. I just wish the smartphone was around then. We'd have those photos at our fingertips, Gene. Shucks. Okay. Well, let me stop at this point so we can get on with our podcast and our special guest. Gene, would you please introduce Sally? Sally was born in Wisconsin and grew up in California. She spent 35 plus years as a wholesale sales representative selling home accessories to stores throughout Southern California. In an article in seniorplanet.org, Sally shared with the interviewer, my passion for the job was gone after John died. We were both reps. I loved it, but I knew I needed a change. I have no children or family ties and needed to get out of my comfort zone and have new experiences. I didn't care if they were good or bad or uncomfortable. I just wanted new challenges and new adventures. So in 2016, Sally and her terrier dog, Zoe, retired to Florence. Sadly, Zoe passed away recently. Sally's interests include reading, walking, traveling throughout Italy, and being a member of an international charity league in Florence. So Sally, we are so excited to have you join our podcast. 
Without giving away your story from seniorplanet.org, would you share with our audience how you came to the decision to retire to Italy and Florence, or was it vice versa? Well, I, John and I started traveling a little late in our life. We, we took our very first European trip to Italy October after 9-11. We loved it. We loved it. We, John was a rep as well, as you mentioned, and he represented throughout his career many Italian companies. Oh. And he had formed a very close relationship to one of the manufacturers who lived in Milan. So we started our trip in Milan. We spent uh, three weeks going to Milan, Venice, Florence, and had a fantastic time. I mean, we we were just like two kids in a candy <laughs> store. I mean, for, we didn't sleep for four nights because we were just so hyped up and excited. Wow. And when wow. we got home, we started to plan our next trip. At that point, started a, a savings account a trip account, which I recommend to everybody. Every month, we each wrote a check for $500 and put it in this account. And so by the time our trip was happening, you know, it was all paid for. We could splurge and do whatever we wanted with that, you know, with that money. It was a a good thing that we did. We took another, when the euro got really high, we went to Argentina. He had only one requirement for travel. They had to have good wine. They have good wine. They have He's good there. food. So oh, when, we, were, that's a good when point. we when we decided to go someplace other than Italy, he comes home one night and he walks in the door and he says, Argentina. <laughs> and Argentina has a very great wine region below the Andes. Anyway, so we traveled almost almost every year. When John died in March of 2014. After a few months, I decided that I needed, I I didn't want my travel days to be finished. And I started to plan a trip to Italy Mm -hmm. and to go by myself, take a a small 26-inch bag so I could handle it myself. I didn't need to ask it for any help and that I could take trains and buses throughout Italy. Mm -hmm. When we did our first trip, I contacted a a recommendation of a woman that helped us with our trip. She does uh, travel planning called Unusual Italy. So I contacted her and I, she had heard about John's death and had contacted me. And then I told her I was going to take this trip. And she said, I will help you. You I'll be your sounding board. It doesn't cost you anything, but I will help you make this trip for almost a year I planned this trip. I wanted to go in the spring, May and April and May. And I went places that we had been and I went places that we hadn't been. It was an incredible experience. I mean, it, I was never afraid. I was never lonely. Oh, I was lonely sometimes. <laughs> I, I mean, I was used to traveling with John and now mm-hmm. every decision was my own. Right. I mean, everything. Sometimes that gets a little daunting, you know, Yeah, uh, you get used to it after a while. And I'm totally used to it now. I met people, you know, when you're traveling with somebody, you don't talk to the people next to you at a table. Usually, you know, you're, you're Mm -hmm. one-on-one and I would just talk to everybody, (laughs) stop people on the street. I, I mean, I, I'm sales rep. (laughs) <laughs> and it's done me very well. I'm not yeah. afraid to, to talk to people. So on that trip, John and I always talked about taking a, a trip to Italy and go one place for three months and live like a local. Yeah. On that trip, I decided that I really wanted to do that. I wanted to take Zoe and go somewhere for three months. And I really didn't know where in Italy because I love every place in Italy. Wow. <laughs> but there's certain places I wouldn't want to actually live for one reason or another. Rome, for instance, it's too big, it's too crowded, it's too whatever. So on this trip, I went to Fl- I came to Florence and I almost immediately knew that this was going to be that place for three months because Florence is a big small city. Mm-hmm. It's big in what it has to offer but small in its locale. Nothing is more than two miles. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very, very walkable. So I 
started walking all the neighborhoods to see where I would want to be for three months. I did not want to be in the center of Florence where the Domo is and mm-hmm. where all the tourists mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be on the other side of the river where all the artisans are. Artisans uh-huh. are, I mm-hmm. as a rep used to gravitate to small little artisans sure. and want to help them and rep them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I found a neighborhood that was probably walking distance, maybe 15 minutes from the river. A neighborhood, not many tourists. And so when I got home, I started researching it and I found a place in this neighborhood. And I had gotten home in April and me, uh, Zoe and I left in September. I was still working at this time. When I went for the month, all my manufacturers knew I was gone and no mm. big deal. But I decided I wasn't going to tell anybody I was gone. I was going to still work. I took, oh. I deleted them all off my Facebook page. <laughs> with the time difference, I could work and I still worked. You know, I just didn't, because I, I got emails from customers and mm-hmm. placed orders and stuff. And when I got home, nobody actually, none of my manufacturers knew I would have been gone because I right. still <laughs> sent in orders, you know. <laughs> Zoe and I spent an incredible three months. I mean, I had just too much to do. We weren't lonesome. And, and it was just a fantastic experience. She was just an incredible dog. And when I got home, I walked in the door and I just fell apart. I just could not even imagine continuing my life there because it wouldn't be my life anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. things just happened to fall into place. I had a duplex in West Hollywood, right off of Sunset. Very, very nice location. Old place, you know, little mm-hmm. bungalows, but it was mine. And the property next door to me had been sold to a developer. And I thought, oh my God, they need my property. Mm-hmm. If they had my property and that property, they could big build them. Wow. Yeah, sure. yeah. So I contacted my friend who was a real estate agent who lived across the street. And I said, Robert, you've got to find out who bought that place because they're going to buy mine. (laughs) (laughs) So he contacted them and said that, would you be interested? And they said, yes, we would be interested. (gasps) Give us the price. Mm -hmm. So I contacted my accountant. I said, okay, how much do I ask so that I am comfortable Mm -hmm. for the rest of my life? You know, I don't want to, I want enough money that I don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. So he gave me a figure and that's what I did. I gave them. And from the middle of November to the end of December, they kept going back and forth, back and forth. And I kept saying, no, 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 that's mm-hmm. one price. That's the price I want. On the 31st of December, about seven o'clock at night, they called my real estate agent and he said, okay. Wow. Okay. So, so they wow. give you the price you asked for? Yep. Because I wow. wasn't going to budge. And I mean, at one point, there were $100,000 difference. And I thought, hell, you can make so much more with that. I mean, it's nothing to you, that $100,000. Nothing. I got my price. I said, okay, now what? (laughs) What do I do? Because at that point, I didn't, it wasn't in my head that I was going to pick up and move to Italy. I thought I would maybe go for three months or whatever. I knew I wanted to get out of California. It's too expensive. There's a lot of things. And now there's a lot of things. I've yeah. left at just the right time. You know, I love Charleston, South Carolina, but they're, st- they're very expensive. And there were a lot of different places, but nothing that just kind of got me. Mm. And I woke up one morning and I said, Sally, you don't know where in this whole United States where you want to live, but you know, the exact neighborhood in Florence. <laughs> and that that was it. So wow. I started right then, start the ball rolling. Went mm-hmm. to the embassy and, you know, got, put all the paperwork for my visa and had to evict my tenants because they wanted the property empty. And it was a big process. And then yeah. started to selling everything. I had one goal and nothing was going to keep me from that goal. Not my tenants who wanted more money from me, not not anything was going to keep me from that goal. And so I, I decided that at first I thought I might get an, a, a storage unit and store some stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought, you know, you're going to get there. You're not going to want to come back. You, this, you've got to decide that this is it. This is going to be 
a lifetime change move. So I started to delete, 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 sell. And and I decided I was only going to take the stuff that I truly, truly loved. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to take a few things feel comfortable with. So I I put together sort of a a small container of things, small little furniture, pictures, some of my kitchen stuff, and and only the clothes that I really loved. So on um, on July 4th, 2016, (laughs) we got on an airplane, still kind of hard to believe. In the meantime, I needed a place to live. I was checking all sorts of rental places, and I found this one one company called Tuscan Feelings. Fantastic, fantastic people. And I found an apartment in the neighborhood I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. It was 90% of what I wanted, but you know we always have to make concessions. I I wanted two bedrooms, two baths. I wanted to be on more or less the ground floor, only a couple stairs, and I wanted a, a garden or a terrace. Mm-hmm. Well, I got everything but the garden and or, and te- or terrace. Mm-hmm. But across the street is a little park. So oh, I, I nice. That was consolation. I came and the place was exactly what the pictures showed. It was adorable place. They had just totally remodeled it the previous year. Initially, they were going. They wanted it to be a um, an Airbnb sort of thing, but in this location, you're not going to get tourists. It's a little bit too far. They want to be in the center. They were more than happy when I said I wanted to rent it for a year, and the rent that I pay for a month is what they were charging for a week. That's pretty much the way it is with rentals. Mm -hmm. It was adorable. They let me pack up all the stuff I didn't want because I had my stuff coming. Mm -hmm. After a year, we signed what they call a four by four, which is a four year lease. And then after that four four years, it's automatically renewed. At that time, I invited them out for dinner. And I said, you know, now that I'm staying, 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 there's some things that I'd like to do. And they stopped me in mid-sentence and they said, Sally, it's your place. You can do oh, whatever wow. you want. So I changed all the lighting. I have had some mid-century lighting. I got rid of their sofa. I bought a sofa. I, I just took it down to bare that 95% of the stuff, well, 90% of the stuff in this place is mine. I kept nice. their beautiful armoire and mm-hmm. the bed and a couple mm-hmm. other things, but it is totally my house. And it's very, very similar to the space, the house I had in, in West Hollywood. The square footage is pretty much the same. Well, this place is a little bit bigger because I have two bedrooms, but the layout pretty much the same, Wow, um, which is, is really interesting and nice. I feel very, very comfortable here. Yeah, yeah. And you said, and, I'm sorry, you said you, you leased for four years and then it ended and then it automatically turns into a lease. It automatically turns into another four-year lease? Or yeah, yeah. You, you, I leased it for one year and then the, then I signed a lease for four years. Right. They call it four by four, which means that every four years it's renewed. Oh, wow. And if I want to leave or if they want me to leave, we have to give each other, I can't remember if it's three or six, Six months notice. So what kind of But cost? I don't want to leave here. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of costs were we looking at back then? And you said it's a two bedroom. Is it two bedroom and a single two bedroom, story? Two bath. Oh, yeah, it's single okay. story. I you walk it's a condominium idea. So you walk you have a locked door on the and you walk in and I walk in five steps and there's my front oh, door. Ah. Nice. Uh, so, so there's not much carrying like upstairs or anything. That's good. No, 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 no. Just those five steps. Just mm-hmm, those five mm-hmm. steps. And um, um, what what neighborhood are you in, if we may ask? I'm. It, I'm. It's called um, Duostrada neighborhood. It's like mm-hmm. like I said, about 15, 20 mm-hmm. minutes from the river. Okay. And right outside my door, kitty corner, is a bus stop. Nice. Um, I have access to three different buses. Mm-hmm. I'm two blocks from a little shopping area that wow. has everything that you need. I mean, I have a green grocer. I have a cleaners. I have a, a grocery store that does all sorts of homemade takeout. 
Um, I have a rotisserie, two pizza places, a flower shop, a little hardware store, pharmacy, a really nice pharmacy, everything that I need. Very convenient. Very, very, very convenient. It's it's really... perfect location um and it's it's can when i tell people in italy where i live and tell them the neighborhood they say, oh that's a nice area <laughs> <laughs> always makes me feel yeah good. yeah so I, what what kind I of dollars know. okay i pay here you you pay a rent and then they they separate are what they call bills which is utilities phone or whatever and i worked it out with my landlord that I didn't want to get any of the utilities in my name and have to go through all that red tape and mm-hmm. paperwork. So they get the bills and they, at the first of the month, they send me copies of the bills and then I add it to my rent. Great. Yeah, it, it works out really, really well. Easy, yeah. um, easy peasy, as they say. So I pay 1,250 euro, mm-hmm. which is about 14 something, 15, mm-hmm. oh, less, a little bit less than... 1500 mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the utilities on top of that. Okay. And this place in West Hollywood would be 3500. Oh, yeah, easy. sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, um for the audience today we're recording in February. The dollar is a dollar 14, I mean a dollar to 1.14 euro. Right. 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 I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. So all you had to take care of was that one one bill basically and not worry about internet charges right. and all that right, stuff. Right. Okay. And at okay. the very beginning I was doing credit card and then it changed after a year and they wanted me to do a bank transfer. Here bank transfers are very very popular. Even with with, with store owners and things they they like have the much better than a credit card because you know mm-hmm. they have to pay the fees. Every I know in the United States we don't usually do that but here Transfer is very popular. And I have a bank transfer through a company called TransferWise. And mm-hmm. it just changed the name to Wise. And it's really, really easy. It takes me three minutes to do it. And mm-hmm. if they're here in Italy, they get the money the same within minutes of my transferring. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, I do transfers all the time uh, with other things as well. And do you and use the like the cost a- is really small? I, I go into the the app. Okay. 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 There's an app. Yes. Pull up the name of who I want to transfer it to. I put in the amount of money. Start the ball rolling. They go to my account, and then they take my money from my bank and put it in the other bank. Oh, great! Great. So it's like Venmo or Zelle. Similar, um, yeah. Zelle bank. So okay, gotcha, gotcha. That is easy, and people prefer that because they don't have to wait and uh, for those credit card issues. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Great. What about um, you had mentioned your near groceries and and stores like that? What are the costs of um, your average, you know, items? Let's say I'll let you give us an idea. Yes, I'll start by saying that ninety five percent of everything I buy here is so much less, mm-hmm. so much less than oh, wow. the United States in mm-hmm. everything. Groceries are very, very inexpensive. When I first got here, I I'd have this bag of vegetables and fruit and he asked me for five euro and I said wow are you sure are you sure <laughs> I keep always asking me are you sure oh, I mean so my funny. vet my first time I went to my vet she charged me 60 euros and and Zoe had an examination she had x-rays she had a blood test it was wow. 60 euro wow you know it would have been 250 yeah yeah but, oh but groceries and wine is very inexpensive we don't have the refrigerators like they do in the United right. States. Right. You know, there's small refrigerators and small freezers. And the whole idea is to buy fresh, fresh. Yes. doesn't spoil, and you buy regularly. I mean, uh, not if not every day, every couple of days. Mm-hmm. And you can buy exactly what you want, the exact amount. You can buy a half of, at the bakery, you can buy a half a loaf of bread. Oh, oh wow. Half of a baguette. Mm-hmm. At the green grocer, I wanted some celery, mm-hmm. but I don't use a whole stock mm-hmm. of celery. You know, right. I just want to make a tuna sandwich. Well, mm-hmm. he broke off a wow. branch of the celery. Oh, wow. and sold oh my that. gosh. That's amazing. Yes. Wow. Like, That's so smart. There's no waste. Yeah. No waste, no mm-hmm. waste, no waste. Mm-hmm. You can buy two eggs. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it, oh wow, and this so, is so great for the environment. You save yeah. money. You save money because you buy what you can eat and yeah. need, mm-hmm. and you don't have the waste. And and you can get what you want. When when I was at home when, after John died, I would want to make something, but I I it was too much that I'd have to buy. Right, and I right. didn't want to waste it, so I wouldn't buy it. You know, right, right. So I have a bigger freezer than a lot of my friends have. Some of them are just like, you know, a foot deep, but yeah, mine yeah. is, a, I have three drawers and, and I, I like that a lot because I like to freeze things, you know, and, yeah. and have it handy. Mm-hmm. Things are very, very, very uh, affordable. Okay. And so, yeah. And you decided to rent. Did you consider buying a place? No, no, I didn't okay. because I, I mean, I'm, 73. I moved here when I was 68, made this change at 68, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. I don't have anyone I want to give it to. I mean, I don't want to tie up my money in in buying a place. Sure, sure. My rent is such a good price. I want to spend my money traveling throughout Italy. And I don't want to have the responsibilities of property. Buying was, I, I want less stress. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Perfectly put. Perfectly. Put. Yes. That's how I. But, yeah. No. Let someone else but, deal with the but, piping issue. But do you know how you. much a, a similar place in your area would go for for sale? About two hundred fifty. Oh, that's not bad. Wow. Okay. No. 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 Prices. No. 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 Prices are really. I mean, if I was to buy, I mean, I I look at this one website gateway that has places all over Italy, mm-hmm. and I look at I like looking at the places and I look at some of the places sometimes and I just can't believe how inexpensive they yeah. are. If you get out of the main cities and into the little villages, you can buy a, a nice place for under $200,000. Yeah, because sure. right. yeah, Florence is probably a lot more expensive than some of the other smaller cities, right? Yeah. Or less known cities, I should say. Yeah. So do you find that you cook more because you have oh, yes. the access? Yeah. Well, especially now, when when I first moved here, Zoe and I went out to lunch every day. That was our <laughs> thing. And I wanted to get to know the city. I wanted to find my special places. I believe when you when you go someplace to, to live and even on a vacation, if you frequent a place, they get to know you. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you've been there three times, you're a local. And the idea that you walk in and they say hello, they recognize you. And that's what I like. One of the things that I wanted to achieve. Mm-hmm. And here you can go to, they have a, a, a lot of little places that are for workers that you can get a, a lunch for seven euro, mm. a pasta, a carafe of wine and wow. aqua water for seven wow. euro. Wow. There's one place I go to that I would go to that was it was 550 for a glass of wine, pasta and and wow. good food. But then mm-hmm. I would go to those places and then I'd go to a lot of other different places as well. My thing has always been is to know where to go. <laughs> and now I'm the person that everybody turns my friends all turn mm-hmm. to and say, okay, what, 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 where, where are we going? Where are we going? Nobody <laughs> wants to make a decision yeah. when they go out to lunch with me or dinner. They say, you, you decide. Right, say, okay, right. Can you please do it once? Introduce <laughs> and, me to a new place. Yeah, really? <laughs> and in Florence, when you go out to lunch or dinner, do people tip? No, I tend to tip sometimes, not, mm. not all the time, but sometimes. And I, and also with taxi drivers, I, I always round up. And, mm-hmm. and if they're especially nice, I throw in a few, a couple euros. And especially since the pandemic, I tip a yeah. lot more because yeah, it's been really do. tough. Yeah. So when I first moved here up until the pandemic, I changed my eating habits and my main meal was lunch. I could make my own breakfast and then I would have something little at dinner. And then when the pandemic hit, I thought, oh, shit. Pardon me. What <laughs> no, <if> we- no. <laughs> What am I going to do without my, <laughs> my lunches? Yeah. So I, I went to the little grocer around the corner from me that does uh, homemade takeout stuff, great food. And I went there for a couple of days. And then I thought, you know, why don't you start making your own, not making pasta, but mm-hmm. cooking right. pasta. Yeah. Sure. And so I filled up my pantry with everything that you need for pasta, you know, from anchovies. Yeah. 
tomatoes, chickpeas, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, tuna, just everything. I bought six different types of pasta. Mm, nice. I make pasta unless I go out to lunch with friends. I don't order pasta, but other than that, I have pasta every single day. Oh. And it's become a real fun thing experimenting with new uh, you know new pastas i go through a lot of recipes just to get ideas and, and at the beginning i did that a lot but now i i'm very capable of just opening my cupboard and saying okay let's do this and this and that oh soon we're gonna see a little sally's eatery we're gonna have to, uh, <laughs> check that out nice uh, but yeah um, that has been it helped me a lot through the pandemic because it gave me uh, something to do, mm-hmm. something to look forward to, spend a you know a couple hours trying to decide and right. you know making it and stuff. And- well, before the pandemic, do you think? Because one of my goals in life is not to have to cook. Do you <laughs> think it would be doable to eat at least one meal out? Per day, is that affordable? Oh, sure, 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 sure. I just told you I did that when I first moved here. I, I okay. ate lunch out every day. Yeah. Okay. Every okay. single day. Definitely yeah. possible. Okay. That wouldn't necessarily take a big bite out of the budget. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, no. Okay. No. Let me ask you you said that you don't need a car. A glass of Prosecco mm-hmm. or a glass of white wine in a lot of places is four euro. You know, not 12. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Right. No, we get that. Yeah, Manhattan prices. Yeah. yeah. No, because I remember, well, some time ago, but um, we were in Italy. We went into a couple of places and we looked at the menus and I thought, OK, if we have this, we're not going to have a big lunch tomorrow. But maybe that was like in the touristy areas, you know, yeah, so they you, get yeah, you. Yeah. you know? I, I don't I don't go to the touristy areas. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot more places. Yeah. Than that. Also, if you if you pick lunch as your main meal, it's lunch is cheaper than dinner. Sure. I just wanted to ask, so you don't need a car, it sounds like, because you get around by walking. That's one of the reasons I picked Florence, because I definitely did not want a car. I've spent I spent all my working years in a car driving. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I did not want a car. Mm -hmm. So now it's walking, bus or taxi. Okay. 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 And uh, in terms of taxis, are easily found, or do you use yeah, Uber? Yeah, I, or- I haven't. We don't have Uber here, mm-hmm. but I have taxi service has an app. Okay, great. And it's real, real easy mm-hmm. to, to use the app. There's a, a a taxi stand right down. Maybe well, whenever I call for a taxi, most of the time they say three minutes. So this place is three minutes away from me. <laughs> but there are a lot of places that you can get a taxi if you don't have the app. Right. And, and you're not supposed to hail a cab in, in Italy, right? Uh, I do. Oh, you do? They'll, they'll stop. They'll mm-hmm. stop. Okay. For our audience members who have written to us about you know being a single woman and wanting to move abroad, how did you gauge that in terms of um, moving to Italy yourself? Was Florence an area that you looked into the crime statistics or what would you say? I didn't look into any of that. I just went with my gut and I've never been afraid one second. I don't go out late at night to the centers, but I, I, and I'm, you know, you have to be smart, but Mm -hmm. I'm not, and uh, all the traveling in night in 2019, Zoe and I went on four three to four day train trips throughout wow. Italy. Wow. Nice. Yes. All over. I mean, north to south. None of the places that I ever was I ever afraid. And but I'm not I'm not a nervous sort of person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people worry about everything and maybe they would be afraid. But mm-hmm. for me, I, I have not felt I felt more comfortable here than I do in United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you also um, lived and worked in LA, so you're probably street smart. Uh, but I was always in my car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. that's true. That's always that's, on the, yeah. the highway. Yeah. <laughs> um, are the streets pretty even, like where you are, no. or so it's kind of all over? No, it's yeah. it's 
Yeah. It's yeah. rocky and rough. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, bicycles are plentiful here, but I personally wouldn't ride a bicycle because I'm not the most coordinated person in the world. But <laughs> same uh, here. Mm-hmm. The sidewalks and streets are, you know, this is an old place. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, but they're constantly fixing, constantly in repair. And it's interesting. You talk about taking Zoe on the train. Uh, sadly, Zoe passed away, but now you have a dog named Mia. And you said yes. you can take the dogs everywhere. Is that is that? Yes, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And it's one of the things I really love about Italy, in particular Florence. People are really dog crazy here. <laughs> love, love, love dogs. And I take my dogs. The only place I can't take a dog is in, the, in museums. Now, some of the small places that I've been when traveling, some of the smaller places will let you, but here in Florence and some of the bigger cities, they don't allow you. I don't, I haven't been to as many museums as, as maybe I would like, but um, (laughs) that's because I want to be with my dog. I take her to the doctor, take her all all to restaurants. Zoe, I walk in, they put me at a table and I changed the table around, take a chair, put it next to me. And she sat on the chair. <laughs> no, I love it. That's so I, funny. Know that I always thought, oh, that crazy woman, but nobody said a word. I mean, I never, nobody ever said one word to me, oh, even wow. when I wasn't here locally. when I was like, when I went to Bologna or mm-hmm. some other places, but my dogs are very, very, they're small and they're very well behaved. So, and then on the train, on the train, you you have two options. You either put them in a carrier and it's free, and that's small dogs because you can't put big dogs in the carrier, mm-hmm. or else you don't put them in a carrier and you pay half price for the dog. Oh. And, that, and that's what I do because I don't like the carriers are very, you know, if you have a suitcase and a carrier and a purse. Yeah, it's just yeah. Cute. yeah. So yeah. I yeah. prefer to just have my dog without a yeah. carrier. Yeah. So, and the prices, train prices aren't expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the museums permit service dogs or service animals. No, not yet. Okay. Service dogs here is not a thing. Mm, mm, interesting. <laughs> okay. Of course, that's a U.S. thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a U.S. thing. Yeah. It's a U.S. Yeah. thing. Okay. And yeah. is, was it difficult to make friends in Italy? No. As I said before, I'm a sales rep. I have no uh-huh. problem talking to people. <laughs> I when I got here, I decided I wanted one of the things I really wanted. I wanted to do things I'd never done before, mm-hmm. and I wanted to meet people in the United in Los Angeles. I couldn't meet someone at a red light, mm-hmm. but I can meet somebody at a bus stop. Okay, and I just—it's very common here that you you know you you find your bar. You know, and a bar is not a like a bar is a place that opens at eight o'clock or at seven o'clock and you get your cappuccino and all that. And it's mm-hmm. open until night and you go there at six thirty, have a aperitivo and mm-hmm. prosecco or whatever. Mm-hmm. Wherever I go, if it's on vacation or, or here, I find my bar and I'm mm. a regular at that bar ah. and meet people there. For a while, I was going to one that wasn't in my neighborhood that was a little more closer to the river. And I met tons of people mm-hmm. there. My neighborhood is a little bit more. I don't meet quite as many people at the bar. I have more friends and more things to do than I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. wow. That's wonderful. No lie. Yeah. Yeah. I you, you mentioned this. I joined after I was here about two and a half years. I decided. I needed to do something meaningful. I mean, I was having so much fun and going out to lunch every day. <laughs> so I started to look around for something I could way to give back. Mm. So I found this wonderful woman's organization called ILO, International Women's Charity Group. And I joined. I had some friends that, that had suggested it, and, but I didn't really know many people in it and didn't really know what they were doing. The first meeting I went to was in November of that year. They have board members and they get up and talk, the president talks and then the, uh, all the different boards. And the woman that was in charge of community service got up and she said, okay, ladies, I need some people for Caritas on December 25th. Who's going to come? Well, I had no idea what Caritas was, but she said December 25th. And I thought, well, whatever it is, I want to do that. <laughs> so uh, 
at the break, I went up to her and I said, okay, uh, sign me up for this December 25th. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) And and Caritas is a, it's run by the um, Catholic church and it's, it's for homeless and and people and, and they come there to eat every day of the year. They serve meals from 11 to one o'clock. We, as a group, had committed to once a month for four people. Nice. Well, she was having trouble filling those four spaces. I went every month. Mm-hmm. And then finally, they asked if I would take it over. And oh. so I decided that I needed to do something to get some excitement about it. So I, I advised Two things. We would go, we started going at nine o'clock and we'd go downstairs and we'd chop vegetables. And then we would go upstairs at 11 and serve meals. Mm-hmm. Well, a big majority of our women are older. And that was an awful long time to stand on their feet. And that was where I got my biggest hesitation. So I devised okay, we'll have two shifts. You can do the whole thing, but if not, you can either come for nine to eleven, or you can come from eleven to one. Ah, well, immediately it changed. Immediately, nice. oh, that's great. And I had so many people int- wanting to do it. We went to two days a month. Great. And so, so when I w- enjoy joined this group, I decided, you know, I wanted people to know me, and and the way they can know you is by volunteering. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't like to volunteer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it it made me stand out a bit. You know? Yeah. And that's wonderful. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I, I, I. That was something that I really that's wanted. Wonderful. And, and and then the pandemic happened, and now we haven't done anything. For <laughs> right. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. So tell us, do they all? I mean, is there enough English speaking folks at these? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was going to ask you, do you speak Italian or how did you talk well, to all these this people? Organization is, it's you have to speak English ah, for this group. But we have Italian. We have people from England. Mm-hmm. We have Australians. We have South American. We have a whole Great. many, many different um, mm-hmm. nationalities. Mm-hmm. But you have to speak English uh, okay. for this Group. Right. And and a lot of people here do speak English, but they're that don't also don't. In my neighborhood, it's more, it's probably 80, 20, 80 Italians speaking mm-hmm. no English and 20% speak right. both. You know, we're all good at something and we're all <laughs> not good at something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Language has never been my strong point. Mm-hmm. My, uh. I have trouble with English. My husband <laughs> used to correct me all the time. <laughs> It hasn't held me back. Oh, that's, no, that was my it question. Yeah, that way you've been there like five plus back. years. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can do charades really well. <laughs> <laughs> do a lot of speak? A lot of people in Florence speak uh, English. A lot of a lot of Italians. Okay, but sorry. There are a lot of people that do speak English. Yeah. In terms of the, well, the, I guess the people that you were serving were locals, the ones that needed the meals and the ones that needed the assistance, right? So there right. there must have been someone translating at some point. Well, I, I we saw. didn't really need to do much conversation. We have a, had a, like a buffet line. Ah, okay. And, uh, I was, and you have different people in charge of different things and sure. they come by and you put. Uh, right, right. And the mission's obvious, right? It's food. Yeah, they just, they just want to <laughs> right. eat. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. All right. Exactly. I or, I started a like I said I I wanted to do things I'd never done before and a friend of mine an English friend of mine she said hey I just saw this ad in in the Florentine the Florentine is an English speaking English speaking magazine that tells yes. everything that's going on in Florence mm-hmm. and there was an ad for a, a book club and she said come and come 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 to the book club let's join this book club and I said oh, I don't know I'd like to read but I don't think I want to join book club let's meet for lunch afterwards so we met for lunch and she talked and talked about this book club and she said you got it so I joined I loved it I absolutely loved it it just it was so enlightening to read a book and then hear all of these different views on it and you go away having a totally different idea about the book the ones that you didn't like then you all of a sudden like I loved it after about two years the man that had started it 
moved to Rome, so I took it over. Naturally. Oh, cool. cool. <laughs> I like to be in charge. Oh, my yeah, God. No, I see that's that. Nice. That's the Leo in you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, um, we had fallen down to just a, a few people. And so I ran an ad in the Florentine. I got three wonderful women. There's now a, there's six of us. There's me, American, one English, one Italian, one Dutch, one Portuguese, one Romanian. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's and amazing. The diversity. Re- yes. yeah. And now our whole thing is we, if you want to join, you have to be from another country. <laughs> ah, smart. Very smart. <laughs> and these assortment of books that are present, we each month we, we go around the table and that person that's their month, they pick three books and then we vote on it. And that's the book that we read. And the assortment and variety of books is is incredible because they all have different ideas. They're all from different countries. Right. They right. we only read books that are in English, mm-hmm. translated, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's it's one of my very very. We meet the first Sunday of the month from ten thirty to whatever twelve thirty one one thirty, and mm-hmm. we just talk about the book and we talk about other things they're very smart women um mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. make me <sighs> <laughs> oh well that's but so it's... nice so it's so enriching and oh my so, god it is and when you first went there were there any kind of expat groups that you connected with to learn about things or well i belonged on facebook you know friends in florence and mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that sort of thing mm-hmm. um, and when i did first get here for about the first year people would post things I think I posted something I'm here new and I'd like to meet people mm-hmm. and so for a year I would meet up with a lot of different people uh, mm-hmm. for coffee some are still friends and some aren't you know mm-hmm. you you, mm-hmm. you like some people and you don't like others but right. I, it was really important for me to meet as many people as I possibly sure. could sure sure can you talk about the visa process when you when you got there? What kind of visa you got? And I assume that now that you're there longer, it's a different one. I got the visa when I was in the United States. I got the visa for retired. OK. Ah. And it's the easiest one to get. You have to prove that you are financially able to support yourself. Mm-hmm. And they require that you show that you can um I think it's 3,500 euro a month or something like that. The hardest ones are want to work here because they don't want people to come in and take the Italians job. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you get the visa and once you get here, you have to go to, to register. And then you, every year you have to go back and, and fill out paperwork for what they call permisos and journal permit to stay there. Well, they love paperwork. I was used to that because John and I got married here as well. And when we got married here, it was a ton of uh, bureaucracy that we had oh, yeah. to do. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. did we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I desperately wanted the Italian marriage license. <laughs> so we did it. And once I did all that paperwork and got our and came here to get married, I said to John, you know, I can do anything now. Oh, I, wow. this, I can do anything. <laughs> so I, I knew that there was going to be that thing mm-hmm. always with paperwork and but I have I have a very this friend of mine that I mentioned that helped me with my trip uh, to Chilia who has this company unusual Italy okay. unusual Italy remember that name and okay, got a it. trip plan okay. and now she does unusual Italy weddings oh and oh. she she knows everything and knows where to get anything. And she has become my, my, she's my best go-to. friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's my mother and sister that I always wanted to have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she helps me along the way. Are you so still the, on the uh, retired visa or cause I know. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just get the one visa and then you get this other permiso journal every year okay. when you're here. Oh, okay. Not okay. What they call a visa. Yeah. And then just recent last year, I got my residency. So I have a resident on a oh. resident. I don't live in Florence. I'm a resident of Florence. Yeah, nice. yeah. cool. Very Which cool. is great because now when I travel, I don't have to carry around my passport. I just mm, show this nice. residency. Nice, nice. Right. And is that after five years or when did that kick in? About a year ago. So I guess it was five years. And what about banking? Things like that. Do you keep your... Well, um, I have... 
I, I keep my American bank account. I mean, I, uh, my money is all in the United States and my accountant there is my power of attorney. Okay. Um, and okay. he handles all my financial stuff, but I do, I do have a bank. Uh, I got a bank account here right oh. away. The rental agency that I, Oh, they require, right? Use, mm-hmm. They, they introduced me to them and because mm-hmm. uh, you, you just can't walk in an American open an account, you have to be introduced. And so I, I have money wow. in, in <laughs> a local account just in okay. case. I, okay. Know. Wow. I didn't know about that. That's amazing. Yeah. But okay. I use the ATM. Mm-hmm. Great. What about healthcare? They have a national health care. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. I have preferred to go private. The weight with the the healthcare system is can be long and oh. you don't have the choice of as many doctors. Mm-hmm. So I, I go private. The costs are so much less. I had I, I've had some health things recently, so this is a topic I'm very familiar with. <laughs> I, I had a test that cost me 300 euro, no 800 euro, excuse me, eight here. And I googled it, and in California it would have been 4,500. Wow. Doctor's appointment was 72 euro. X-ray huh. 70 euro. Right. One, I mean, some doctors the first time you go they don't even charge you. The first time I went to the dentist, he said, no, you know, no. No, not this time, next time. And and Tuscany has one of the best health systems in all of Italy. Just above us is Milan. Tuscany is known for their fantastic health care. Italians are very, very health conscious. I have some of the most remarkable doctors. I mentioned that I had this test and my new doctor of mine gave me the test. I met him at the hospital and then he was going to take me in his car to the taxi stand. I was going to take a taxi home. Well, as we're walking down the hall, I slipped. Oh, my goodness. On my right side. He was walking way ahead of me. And he turns around, and says, oh. <laughs> comes back, picks me up. And I couldn't put much pressure on that leg. So he helps me out to his car. And then when we got to the taxi stand, I was having a hard time managing to get out. And he Mm -hmm. said, you need to have an x-ray. He said, I I don't want to do it here at the hospital because the emergency will be crowded. It'll be a long wait. I'll find some other place for an x-ray. So he went through his rotodex and started. There's lots of places here where they give tests blood Mm -hmm. tests and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm x-rays. So he started calling these different places. One wanted to take me the next day. One wanted to take me that evening. Well, he wanted it immediately. So he finally found one that would take us. And it was right outside of Florence, a place called Scandici, which is about 35 minutes away. So it put me in this, we got in, but he started and we went there, went out and got the wheelchair, we'll be in. He got me, uh, I had my test, the x-ray. He made an appointment for me for the next day for an orthopedic. And then he took me home and took oh me in and put me on my sofa. Wow. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Now this that's like service. A, this is like unbelievable. Is that, <laughs> is that incredible? That's, that's incredible. amazing. Yes. I've never heard it's, of this. It's so, 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 oh, so nice. Oh, that is so my caring. orthopedic doctor she is oh she's adorable and she's so accomplished and she so much loves her job and so proud to be an orthopedic doctor in a man's yeah. field most orthopedics are men yeah. Yeah. yeah and she's so i am laid up i have a hairline fracture Ooh, up near yeah. my hip mm. and i can't put any pressure on my leg for 35 days <gasps> oh wow and my next appointment is March 5th. And that's when they'll do an x-ray and to compare. Mm, mm. Okay. So what do I do? When I was at this place for the x-ray, a woman came in uh, who ran the place and she ends up being my neighbor that lives down the street. (laughs) What a coincidence. Yeah. She, we say hello. She she goes to work at 6.37 and that's when I take my dog out for a walk and we all mm-hmm. wave. And so she said, oh my God, I'm so, 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 so sorry. What can I do? And I said, do you know anybody in the neighborhood that can walk my dog? And she said, because that was my first priority. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So she said, I, she said, yes, I do. She said, I'll, I'll call you tonight. Well, the next day I had a dog walker 
and she comes three times a day. She comes <laughs> wow. at eight. She comes at eight. She comes at one thirty, and she comes at seven. And huh. she walks Mia for an hour. She gets more exercise now than she did before. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she charges ten euro an hour. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Great. <laughs> Unbelievable. So very set in that. Yeah. And so the next thing I needed was. The doctor said I could get up and go to the toilet, mm. which was the, the music to my ears. I was afraid yeah, I, I forgot. Had to stay yeah, in yeah. bed yeah. and have diapers yeah. and all that <laughs> terrible stuff. Yeah, yeah. But she said you can get up and go to the toilet and you can do a little bit, but don't put pressure on your leg. Okay. So Chachilia went out and got me a, 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 a walker, uh-huh. you know, so that helps a lot. And then that first night, I called the president of this woman's group. And I said, would you send an email to everyone telling them of my situation and asking them if they know of anyone that's home care? Well, 10 minutes after she sent that email, my phone started ringing, WhatsApp. A quarter to nine, I was either on the phone or on WhatsApp. Because there's a lot of old people, a lot of old ladies in this group. So I knew that somebody would know. Mm, and mm. five of them said, you need Susan Anderson. You need Susan Anderson. <laughs> and so I wasn't sure if I knew who Susan Anderson was. <laughs> but I had her phone number and I called her. And she's this fantastically wonderful woman. She's English. She's a nurse, a retired oh, nurse. Oh, wow. She's um, six months older than me. She's mm-hmm. tall and personality of mm-hmm. yin yang mm-hmm. and she i told her my situation and she said you know i i realized that if you can help somebody you should so i'll help you so she oh, wow. came the next day and we worked out a schedule she gave me she helped me in the shower to take i hadn't taken a shower in five days mm-hmm. she helped me and i washed my hair i mean that was the best morning <laughs> don't take a shower and wash yeah. your hair yeah I yeah mean, those little things that are I so, know. Yes, yeah. so important so important yeah so she comes uh she comes monday wednesday and friday it helps me every each time with a shower she does some things around the place if i need something that's a pie brought down or whatever mm-hmm. and then she started bringing me food nice. and so she uh the other day she brought me uh chicken curry with mango peas and potatoes Uh, she's brought me tomato soup potato salad hungry uh, (laughs) asparagus quiche most everything she brings is is two meals because i'm not a huge eater when there's darkness there is some light yeah Yeah. and i have been so fortunate to have all of this help and attention last week two women came over brought me lunch and stay for a couple hours next week i have somebody coming monday wednesday and friday for lunch oh, that's so great. <laughs> you, you, you bring the paninos and i have the wine oh that's so funny well, good for and, you wow oh, these people sound so nice yeah that's you wouldn't wonderful. get that in la yeah no yeah. no no i wouldn't i wouldn't oh, people are so I into wouldn't. themselves you know yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Exactly. I have a question. You know, in, in Los Angeles, it takes a month, at a minimum of a month to organize somebody to go out to dinner. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I have a question back back to um, your health insurance. So you said you, you purchased health insurance. Did you purchase just catastrophic health insurance? No. Oh. So it's, it it's, covers everything. It's for everything. Yeah. But I haven't gotten the Italian health care yet. Right. But the, I, the, I'm going private. Private, but you didn't you didn't purchase catastrophic. You purchased the regular health. It covers everything. I didn't. I haven't purchased any health care. Oh, you haven't purchased any health care. No, just, I haven't. You, you just pay out of pocket. I pay out of pocket. Private. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 I'm gonna okay. eventually get it. Okay. Okay. So, Sally, tell us where is the nearest international airport? Florence. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, Florence. Flew L.A. Frankfurt Florence. Ah. Okay. Ah. Okay. Because when we flew, it was so long ago, we had a connection. We, f- we flew into, we didn't fly into Florence. We flew into um, Rome or Milan. Probably. Milan. Yeah, Milan. that's yeah. right. I no, you can that. fly directly to Florence. Oh, that's great. From the U.S., can you fly directly to Florence? No, I, I said. Oh, Frankfurt. Uh, Los Angeles, right. Frankfurt, Florence. Frankfurt. Okay. 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 Uh, getting to the airport is a short distance. So you just take a taxi. 
Right. I haven't been to the airport since I got here. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, 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 I only take trains. I haven't been back to the United States. Oh, wow. That's I have great. no interest in going back. I have nothing to go back to. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah, don't have yeah. any family and right. I have friends, but not enough to go all that way. You know, right. they, want, they want to see me, they can come here. It's a better right. option. Well, you, that is a better option. I know you, I know you said you, you traveled around Italy. You have interest in, in traveling to other countries in Europe? Yes, yes, I do. I, I, I really want to go to uh, Croatia, mm-hmm. um, Portugal. I want to go a lot of places. But right now, uh, there's so many great places to go in Italy that mm-hmm. my attention has been. I mean, I haven't, I haven't touched on all the places I want right, to go right. there. Right. I've been a lot of places, but just haven't. There's just so many more. And in the summer, John and I got married. When, when we got all the paperwork done, we called our friend. I called my our friends in Milan and I said, we thought we were going to get married in the Milan City Hall. Mm-hmm. And I said, you can go and get our appointment. Mm-hmm. And so she contacted me the next day and she said, we were coming the end of November. And she said, they're booked until January. Wow. <laughs> So cry, 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 cry. And then I said, okay, plan B. Well, her husband, when he was growing up, his parents had a house in this little village above Lake Cuomo called Torno. And she said, let me, no, called Lemna, excuse me, Lemna. And she said, let me call the city hall in Lemna and see if they'll marry you. So she called Lemna and the mayor's secretary, Monica, who's now a very good friend of mine, she said, my friend said, we have these two American friends who want to get married. Will the mayor do it? And she said, yes, as long as they have their paperwork. <laughs> so we told nobody that we were getting married, nobody at home, because we still had things to do when we got here. We had to go to the consulate in Rome and get this stamp and that stuff. And yeah, I yeah. just didn't. Plus, I didn't want anybody to say, oh, well, come. I wanted to get married. I didn't want a wedding. I just yeah. wanted John and I and Reno mm-hmm. and Gabriella, the mayor mm-hmm. and Monica. Mm-hmm. And so we had uh, we got married there. Every summer, I really love this area. And it has a lot of meaning for me. When, when I came for that month, I brought some of John's ashes. And they're in the cemetery there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, and that was a good idea. Wineries as well, <laughs> but uh, they don't have a they don't have a hotel or much of a B and B there. So the next little town is called Torno, and it's right on the lake. One of the more quiet places. It's not a Bellagio or mm-hmm. some of those other popular places on Lake Como. I rent an apartment there. Uh, the first three years, I stayed for two weeks after the. During the pandemic, when we were released in 2020, I stayed for a month. Last year, I stayed for six weeks. This year, we're staying for two months, July and August. Florence is one of the hottest places in Italy during the summer. Sure. Which I didn't actually know, but um, <laughs> wouldn't change my mind. So you've got to get away. I mean, mm-hmm. I knew that if I still wanted to love Florence, I had to get away in August. <laughs> and July is just as hot or even hotter. So this, I decided, why not? You know, let's go for it. I, I have a nice little place to stay with a little yard. Mm-hmm. I'm 50 meters from the lake. Wow. Uh, I know everybody there. I have my bar. It's a really great, uh, and you don't have to do anything. The ferry is right there. I can go to the other places on the lake. And oh, that's nice. I love it's berries. really, 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 really nice. And Monica has me over for dinner every year. And You've carved out a very nice life. Yeah. It's yeah. so wonderful. Yeah, have. I have. Yeah, good, really for good for you. I, j- I just have one question I have to ask. How's the pizza in your area? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, actually, in my little Uh, little shopping area Uh is one of the best pizza places in all of Florence. He's from Naples and he opened, and I was shocked that he opened in this little place, (laughs) but it's considered one of the best pizza places in all of uh, Florence. Ah, so it's Naples style. It's thin and round. Yes. Oh, Ah, 
Nice. We get back. Oh yeah, I got to find that back. That place. There's a lot of good pizza. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, this is great. We've covered so much. We're about to. I think time-wise, we're about to close. So let's ask you, what advice, Sally, do you have for future retirees or those interested in making a similar move? Mm -hmm. Have some guts. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it doesn't work out, you can do something else. Mm -hmm. Just, Mm -hmm. just life is so short. And yeah. live it, live your life. Yeah. You mentioned that interview at the very beginning. You read that. When I was here for a couple months, I got this email from this journalist who writes for an online magazine called Senior Planet. Yep. And she was doing a series of interviews with women who have retired and moved to another country. So I fit into, I, I never, she never did remember how she got my name, but she did that interview. Mm-hmm. And when that was posted, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I got letters from mostly the United States, but some other countries as well. Hundreds of letters. Wow. Of women telling me how, how I inspired them. Mm. And I mean, I cried a lot of these yeah. letters and so many of them said, well, when I come to Florence, can, can we meet? I said, of course we can meet. <laughs> well, I had lunch with probably 30 <gasps> different people. Wow. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. I mean, that was such incredible boost to yeah. my, yeah. Yeah. And I thought, I'll well, bet. maybe that's, maybe that's my purpose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then when this dream of Italy program came up, she found me through this interview and then she wanted to do three celebrities and three normal. When that started, when that started to air, I got contacts from that. When the interview, the first interview happened, an Italian journalist contacted me and she was doing pretty much the same thing. And she said, she asked if she could reprint it in Italian. So I was very proud to have that done. Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, we found that article to be really helpful. Yeah, that was I mean, very for helpful. Anyone yeah. interested in that path, absolutely. And we're going to list the article and in, in, in the, the show, show notes, notes of the yeah. podcast, so people can see all the steps that were taken. You covered all the areas that gave us such an impetus to cover some of these areas with you, and I'm glad we delved into that. Okay, great. Well, Sally Carasino, you've been wonderful. Thank you. It's been fun. Really fun to meet you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And we appreciate the time that you've spent with us. And we wish you and Mia all the best. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. Take care. We'll be in touch. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.